Welcome to the Perky Collar Radio Show, where we talk to entrepreneurs from across the globe to learn why they started their company, what mistakes they've made, what they learned from those mistakes, and they all share an incredible success story. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Perky Collar Radio Show. I'm your host, David M. Frankel. Today, I'm so excited to introduce to you Shira Gorin. She's the founder of Zygo. How are you this afternoon, Shira? I am doing well. How about yourself? Doing very well. Thank you so much for asking. So I always like to kick off the interview with the why. Why did you start Zygo? I think the biggest why is because I was not a swimmer at all. Um, I played soccer in college and my co-founder and I basically did every activity under the sun for fitness except for swimming. Uh, We found it both intimidating and monotonous and felt like it hadn't really come into the modern day fitness era with SoulCycle, Barry's Bootcamp, Pilates, boxing. And so we wanted to make swimming just as enjoyable and fun as other activities that we participated in. And through a a longer story that I'm sure we'll get into, uh, found our ways to creating the first underwater streaming headset, Zygo. I'm going to write that down. First underwater. Give me the phrase one more time. The first underwater streaming headset. Streaming headset. Very cool. I'm sure every listener that uh, has a swimmer in a high school team or on the college team or the Olympic team just peaked up. Like, what? They can stream music? What? What's going on? So So tell us a little more about that. How did you come up with this? Um, obviously if you're not a swimmer, why do something for swimmers? So help me understand the the process there a little bit. Yeah, sure. So I was actually working as a lawyer previously. Um, not the most fun thing about me, but so I was working as a lawyer. My co-founder was working in business and both of us just in our hobby as hobbies and pastime loved the fitness industry. And both of us wanted to get into triathlons. And so the Achilles heel there is swimming if you don't, if you don't swim. And so we both just wanted to take a 45 minute boutique fitness class. Basically the same reason we would go to like a spin class or a run class. We wanted to take one for swim and found that the only two options were aqua aerobics geared towards my 98 year old grandma or a master's class that was, you know, like a 5am wake up call an hour and a half of lap swimming, which is pretty intimidating to sign up for. And so our first business was called Swim Team, and it was just that. It was a 45-minute class. We created the swim category on ClassPass, and both of us thinking, you know, let's try it for a few months. If, if no one comes or people don't like it, then, you know, I'll go back to being a lawyer, and, we, you know, we can high-five and, and say we tried and it didn't work. But over the course of about running the classes for eight months, they – we're selling out. We couldn't keep up with, um, how, you know, putting pools up on our uh, class list and people wanted to buy the headsets. We had hacked a headset basically to do what we needed it to do um, with splitters. We found one bone conducting headset from a small factory in China. It was very DIY, but the you hear a coach and music as they swam and and very early on people were asking us to buy the headsets because when you look at the landscape everything that exists for audio underwater is all mp3 players which 
you know, for non-water sports is a relic of the past. No one owns, downloads, plugs in a device into their computer to load a playlist. Everything is streaming all day long. And so because the business model for running these classes wasn't really there since we were very limited by pool time and space, we were foolish enough to think that we could create our own piece of hardware, um, kind of taking what we learned from the classes and making a better piece of hardware that would be the first to market streaming option. And so that was 2017, at the end of 2017, to the hardware and put a pause on the classes. Okay. So it's interesting you started the classes first, then you came up with the device. So I guess you had the device first temporarily, like, like you said, just a do-it-yourself do version. Then you had the classes to apply that do-it-yourself version. And then when did you launch the product as far as to, to buy and to use in other places? Yeah. Yeah. So we did um, a kick, uh, Indiegogo campaign, so a pre-sales campaign in 2019. And then we delivered those units in September of 2020. So in the thick of COVID, we started shipping and officially were live on our website to sell. And all of 2020, we were sold out. We ne we could not keep up with inventory. We were playing defense the whole year, um, 2020 going into 2021. Um, and so this year, at the start of this year, it was the first time we actually had inventory. And so we've you know been developing products, coming out with a, another size, um, and really refining the the piece of hardware so walk me through someone that's maybe listening it's not as tech savvy uh walk me through what i need in order to embrace this the zygo uh headset or technology sure and and for the record um i'm not an engineer don't have a tech background and so there's been a lot of learnings along along the way um so, so do I connect the Bluetooth to my phone to the Zygo or kind of walk me through how that all works? Like I have a playlist on my phone, sure. I hit play yeah. on my phone and then I jump in the water and I swim and I can hear what my phone has through Zygo or kind of walk me through some of that. Just pretend I'm in third grade. Sure. Basically, <laughs> the answer to that is yes. Um, but so Bluetooth as a technology doesn't penetrate water. So that's why it just doesn't exist in terms of any sort of Bluetooth device can work underwater. And so what we needed to crack the code on is utilizing radio frequency, which has long enough wavelengths to be able to penetrate water. So as a user, the system, it's a headset and there's also a transmitter that also doubles as a one-way walkie-talkie. So you would take your phone, open Bluetooth like you would connect any Bluetooth device, turn on the transmitter, Zygo would pop up under your Bluetooth connections, then you would turn you turn the headset on the headset connects to the transmitter and then once you press play on your phone the the transmitter basically acts just as a middleman so you put the headset on and then anything you're playing from the phone goes directly to your headset so yes you can jump in the water and hear what's playing from your and as a competitive swimmer this is me just third grade do you put the headset on first, then the cap, or how does that work? Because obviously your competitive swimmers are going to wear caps and so on and so forth. Or is this not for that type of level of swimmer? Yeah. Well, first of all, it's player's choice. You know, we have people who wear – it's more comfortable for them to wear it over their cap. Um, I prefer to put it on first and then put a swim cap on and then goggles, kind of layering. Um, gotcha. But, yeah, our, our, our target market is more – 
the average recreational um, swimmer. So not necessarily the competitive swimmer. We do have some people that are competitive and we've tested this with Olympians um, for, you know, usability and, and flip turns and stuff like that. But our target market is the, is the much bigger market of your, you know, you swim three times a week, four times a week. Maybe, maybe you don't swim and you Peloton one day a week and you run one day a week and you know that you, you should swim, but it's, it's boring and you haven't been inspired to swim. And our, you know, thesis is that having something to listen to the same reason people usually run with music or a podcast or an audiobook or a guided workout that would apply to swim as well. Makes sense. Plus it, it adds a whole other uh, option for your workouts. Like you said, it, even if I'm just a guy that goes to the gym two, three days a week or does Peloton one day a week, it just gives you one more option. Um, and then whether it be in my exactly. neighborhood pool or my own personal pool or the YMCA or whatever local pool options I have, now I can swim longer, which is even better for me because I have yeah. the music to entertain me or like you yeah, said, exactly. podcast or whatever. Yeah. And, and we have um, an app um, of guided workouts as well. So we have like 300 plus workouts, everything from, you know, a 20 minute hit sprint class. That's all, it's all coached and paired with music um, guiding you through these workouts or like an endurance swim. Again, you can swim longer. It's more fun. The time goes by faster. And a lot of it is based on, um, on timing. So it's kind of pool agnostic. So it could be like, if you're sprinting for 20 seconds, whether you, whether that's one lap or three laps, however big your or small your pool is, um, kind of allowing for the same guided workouts that happen on land to apply to swim. Interesting. Very cool and very different. And I think it's just cool that you even thought of it. And I'm sure those that swim and, you know, whether it be just for fun or just because they have to, or because they're training for, a higher level sport, I'm sure they're all very frustrated with the lack of ability to listen to music. So uh, I don't know how they would know about this, but hopefully with the podcast and all you're doing advertising wise, hopefully no one has to swim again without music. That's the ultimate goal. Yeah. Yeah. So that, me, that's a goal. And yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, so help me understand Shira, uh, what mistakes have you made along the way as you're growing the business, obviously raise some money. Uh, you, you brought the product to market. Uh, walk me through some of the, the mistakes you made along the way, but most importantly, what you learn from some of those mistakes. Yeah. I think the first one comes to mind and it's kind of chronological, but um, having never built a product um, at all and having no engineering background, um, I learned the hard way that you can either build a product from the inside out, meaning you can have like an electrical engineer design how the system would work and then have someone kind of design how it should look and kind of go that direction. Um, so you lead with functionality and then you kind of go to the form factor or you can have a form factor, really pretty design and then have more of an electrical or mechanical engineer design. Okay. This is how it's supposed to look, but how does it actually work? And at the beginning we focused a lot on aesthetic being a, a you know a, a premium consumer product and I was unaware that in getting our industrial design that did not include anything really in terms of mechanical or engineering and um, we paid a lot of initial money to get a very pretty design that we learned the hard way that a lot of that pretty design functionally wouldn't really work so 
while I learned a lot, it was a very painful lesson um, in an expensive one that, you know, now I've, I've learned it and, and I at least know smarter questions to ask along the way. So that was, that was a pretty big one um, up front in terms of, uh, in terms of the hardware. Um, and then what's another, I mean, there's probably countless number of lessons to learn from. Um, I think a- another thing that comes to mind on a different side um, has been raising money and we've went, I think too early to more institutional capital. We don't have any institutional capital on our cap table. Um, but I think we went too early as early, early stage pre revenue hardware and wasted a lot of time, I think with a fruitless endeavor, trying to convince people, um, of a market and, um, looking back, I think we probably should have sheltered ourselves a little bit more from those conversations and, or, uh, given up the chase earlier, earlier on. I think there's kind of this like mentality now especially within startups that like success equals raising from vcs and um i really don't subscribe to that and i, and I don't think it's just because we haven't raised from them yet i just think it's a it's a totally different business model when you do raise from vc um and so i think looking back i probably would have handled some of um that a little bit differently or at least modified Excellent. my expectations right I think it's important to discuss because I think a lot of people are afraid to even bring a product to market because that they feel like I don't have the money. And I've heard these horror stories about Kickstarters and how much it costs. And it's just nice to know yeah. people have done it well and not done it well. And what's the pros and cons of both? And I think it just right. depends on the type of the product it is and, you know, how big the audience is. There's a lot of factors you have to, you have to look into. And, you know, the worst part is taking a great idea to your grave. So I applaud you for, bring this product to market, finding a partner and making it happen. Even though you hit a wall, even though hit another wall, another wall, and maybe some more walls that, you know, maybe not, it's even hard to recall because you went through so many walls, but you just yeah. kept pushing forward. You didn't just stop and say, Oh, well, it's just not going to happen. This is one problem. Yeah. We're not going to solve. Let me just go back to the law firm and, you know, deal with that instead. Um, right. and, and it costs money too. I mean, even just bring in, you know, doing all the paperwork and finally for your patent and the whole patent process right. is expensive as well. And, you know, it all takes money and you have to really be passionate about what you're bringing to market to not turn back and give up or not to stop and not finish it all the way through the end. So I congratulate you for bringing it to market, solving the problem and helping millions of people globally listen to music when they swim. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And, and for sure, the walls are still being built in front of us. They're just, you know, different or taller, or made of different materials, <laughs> but they're, they're, they're still being they're still being built in our path. Sure. Well, I always have big anything dealing with technology. You're always going to have big tech saying, "Oh, I heard about this company. Can we design something that's a little bit different and better?" And then right. suddenly, it's it's a race to who can develop the better widget. You know, just like your Apple Watch and just like your uh, your headless, you know, the uh, earbuds and so on and so forth. Everyone's always trying to come up with the next greatest uh, wireless something. So sure. Uh, it's, and again, to make sure that their water's not getting in there and not popping out. I mean, I'm sure there's all kinds of design uh, things you had to consider. Uh, because because it's a headset, it probably doesn't come off as easily as earbuds would, and so on and so forth. I'm sure you tested all those different types of things that go in the ear before you decide to go with the headset over earbuds. Is that correct? Or well, it's actually it's actually interesting that you say that. So we are the first headset that we kind of hijacked to make 
you know, what we needed to do was bone conduction. And the interesting thing about bone conduction is that the audio quality is actually better underwater um, because water helps with the conductivity. And from oh. anecdotally from a lot of people who use MP3 players out there, a lot of the MP3 players are in ear. And we heard a lot of people saying, you know, water gets in it and it falls out. And so for design reasons, we went with bone conduction. And even as we try to iterate now with potentially an in-ear option, um, there are a lot of struggles with it. And and our biggest thing is, you know, we're not really getting complaints of it not fitting like over your ear or like the hygienic nature of it because it's not going in your ear and it's pretty easy to go on. And so I don't really product because it's wearable, it's tech, it's dealing with water um, and everyone's head size is different. But then when you also factor in like ear shapes and how someone prefers something to fit in their ears, um, I think there's a lot that we're not dealing with because we're actually not in ear, which doesn't mean we won't ever go there. But bone conduction has actually been um, a pretty solid choice for us um, thus far. But again, bone conduction also is different than in ear in terms of like, if you're an audiophile, obviously on land, like something over ear, like a Bose-esque over ear solution is always going to have like higher fidelity. Um, but to us, that's kind of apples and oranges just because, you know, you obviously can't take those Bose uh, headphones in, in water. So there's different factors at play. Right. I can see people, you know, I see all the Olympic athletes wearing their big Bose uh, right. noise reduction headphones before they jump in the water. I can I can only see people in the future wearing something very similar but much smaller so they can listen to music as they swim. Especially the longer swimmers, I can almost totally. see that being a really great addition for the the longer distances. But that's it's very cool, and you never know they may become. I mean, think about the big heads big headphones in the past were trendy, then they weren't trendy. Now everything's earbuds. Then we're going back to big you know headphones again. Sure, you never know where the trend's going to go. As long as it functions, that's all that matters to me. Yeah, you know, and yeah, I'm with uh, you. Uh, music. Uh, quality and you know it, obviously there's more noise reductions you know technology coming out every year so you never know where the technology is heading so yeah. sure help me out with a uh, success story obviously you hit several walls i think every time you get through a wall it's a success ultimately and yeah. inventor myself i think it's important to celebrate some of the successes and not everybody in your family's gonna understand your successes not many your friends will understand hopefully your business partner shares a lot of the successes with you but share one of your successes with me or maybe it was a, a client that bought uh, some head, a headset, a Zygo headset, and uh, it was on a weight loss goal, but couldn't do it because they just couldn't swim enough to lose weight. And now they have the Zygo set. Now they're able to swim longer, and they've reached their fitness goals. Whatever that story may be, uh, give me just a success story that you're proud of that really reinforces your why that you started uh, back in 2017. Yeah, it's, it's actually – it's funny that you say that because that I was thinking of a success story that was kind of similar to that. Um, another one that pops to mind is um, I had, since we're still a really small team, we still handle, handle most of the customer service ourselves, which has been amazing in terms of having really close contact with our customers. Um, but I had a mom whose son uh, suffered from ADHD and swimming um, for him was really like meditative and allowed him to, to focus, um, but called personally to um, say how wonderful the product was for her son in terms of improving his like activity and getting out his energy swimming and with with the headset of being able to, you know, stream, uh, stream music for, for him was really 
um, beneficial to his life, which, you know, is such an amazing unintended consequence of, of, of building this. And that's like one story, but you know, we've had, we've had a, a decent amount of those that are really, really impactful. Um, another one is because we use bone conduction, which skips your inner ear, basically. So some people who suffer from um, hearing loss can actually hear through bone conduction. Like sometimes hearing aids use bone conduction. We had a, a, a dad who said that his son could hear because, um, because of us using bone conduction underwater, which was another, um, you know, a, a very big win, even if, you know, a singular customer that really just reinforces the why and helps on, you know, any sort of, of hard, hard day of which, you know, there's ups and downs in every day. Sure. Uh, it's always great to hear those stories. You know, anytime a customer comes back to me and says, man, I love your product. It just makes you feel great. And maybe the customer before that wasn't happy with their product or right. um, just didn't right. get it. I mean, I have more people that don't get it than I have unhappy customers. So I'm sure yeah. most businesses kind of feel the same thing. It's like, if you just try it, you'd love it, but you're too stubborn to try it. And therefore you'll never realize how awesome it really is. Um, yeah. And yeah. then you get something that comes back and like, I'll have people interrupt conversation with another customer say man if you don't have this product the perky collar you're missing out it's a great right. tool and the customer looks at me like did you tell them to stop like no they just stop on their own isn't that great yeah 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 <laughs> so, we've had some uh, we've had some you know facebook ads that have kind of customers have come to our defense on certain things and that's always amazing when kind of people can speak up for you but i'm sure you know b building anything like my my parents always said like they're only as happy as their least happy kid and i feel that way about my customers we're like you're only as happy as your least happy customers. And most people don't reach out to like tell you you're doing a great job, but the ones that do like really make up for um, any sort of issues along the way, which again, when you're putting a product out there, um, it's really the moments that people reach out when something's going wrong, you learn the most and you're able to kind of connect with that. So I, I, I welcome that, but it always feels good to have a positive interaction with your product to, you know, really reinforce why you're putting it out there. 100%. I, I always love to give my fanatics a voice. And yeah. if it be during prom season, they bought some accessories for me or, you know, they went to an important meeting and they're worried about their collar not looking good. They sent me a picture. I, I would love for them to post on their own. That's always better than me posting for them. Right. But if they can send me a picture of prom or a wedding or follow the bride or some scenario where they had to look their very best and they did because of something I had some contribution to, it's always just feels great. Like it's, it's amazing the number of people you can touch in such a short period of time. And it's not just locally in my little town of Charlotte, North Carolina. Right. It's all across the East Coast. It's across the country. When products go international, now I know I'm impacting the world, not just a small town. So that's the cool part of, about inventing, in my opinion, is yeah. yes, we wanted to solve a problem, but we really had no idea when we started bringing this product to market how big of a problem it was and how big of an impact we could make if we truly could solve the problem. And the hardest part to me is just the education. You got to let people know about it. Educate, right. educate, educate, try it, try it, try it. And just ask for feedback and then give them a voice and say, hey, thank you for being a fan. Thank you for being a big advocate. Go on top of the rooftop and scream how much you love our products. Right. And people, people will do it. You just got to give them an opportunity to do it. But it makes yeah. you feel good. That's, the, that's the, what keeps you going and that's what inspires you to get through the tough days, the tough setbacks is all those people that are so excited to have your product and they're, their life has changed because of you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, that resonates with me. And, 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 you know, just as a small aside, just kind of to that point, the funny thing is like, there's been so many decisions we've had to make along the way that have had 
an unintended consequence we couldn't foresee. And, and one example that comes to mind on that topic is our the transmitter, our, our electrical engineer um, came to the conclusion that the transmitter standing vertical in a stand was actually the the optimal range to give you the optimal range. And so at first, you know, my thought was like, oh man, like another thing for a customer to do. I don't want to like, I don't want the user experience to be too complicated. Um, but what it's, what ends up happening now is that because it's vertical in the stand pool side, it's really noticeable and it be kind of comes like a virtue signaling to people around. And so we get a lot of people who are like, oh yeah, I saw someone using it at the pool and I asked them what it was or, um, oh yeah, I was in the next lane and someone was using it. And so, you know, on a, on a pool deck now, it's like, you know, everyone has a kickboard, everyone has fins or the usual gear, but now Zygo becomes really noticeable, which has been like, you know, that's the best form of marketing for us when it speaks for itself at, um, at a pool, which is like so fun for us now to learn. And when we get, you know, issues of like, oh, I turned mine on, but it was too close to someone else's. So it paired with their transmitter. Um, you know, obviously that shouldn't be happening, but again, for a small company, it's pretty fun to hear of like multiple people swimming with their own zygos at pools around the country. Well, people say, Hey, I love your playlist better than mine. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 I'm, I'm waiting for my first, like, um, pe- like someone who like gets married cause they met through like listening to someone else's zygo or, or some, some story, <laughs> like some success story like that. Or a woman thinks a man's hopeless romantic cause the music he listens to when he swims. Yeah, Sure. Sure, you, yeah, learn a lot. you never know. You, you can have you can have your own app for dating, dating through Zygo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's V that's that's V seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, help us understand, Shira, how people that are listening to this great podcast and have loved hearing your story, how they can get a hold of you, how they can order. That includes your social media, which social media you're on, your website, whatever information you want to give out. Sure. So, um, Instagram. Our Instagram is at Zygogram. Um, and we love all the, you know, user generated content or DM us. We're very responsive. Um, our website is www.shopzygo.com and you can check out our product there. And then I'm Shira and I'm Shira at zygoco.com and welcome any feedback, questions, emails, um, along the way. Wonderful. Well, sure. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Congratulations on your success. Wish you continued success. And I hope to see more and more Zygo transmitters poolside this summer. And if you don't have a Zygo transmitter, you don't have a Zygo system, and you're trying to swim this summer, you're just you're missing the boat. Get a Zygo today. Enjoy swimming even more. It'll help you have a healthier summer, a healthier 2022 and beyond. And uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Shira. And you have Thank listened you, to another. Oh, my pleasure, Shira. And you've listened to another episode of the Perky Cal Radio Show. Thanks for tuning in. What is the Perky Collar? It is a collar support system for dress shirts. That's right. Over 18,000 of these amazing devices have been sold globally. How does it work? Lift the collar, add the Perky Collar with the long tapered ends on top, lower your collar on top. Adjust to make sure it's even around the collar, and that's it. You've now transformed your droopy, saggy dress shirt collar to a brand new looking dress shirt, ready to tackle sweaters, jackets, blazers, and the collar still stays nice and tall. How do you find it? The website is perkyllc.com. That's spelled P as in Paul, E as in Elephant, R as in Robert, K as in Kangaroo, Y as in Yo-Yo, 
LLC, LarryLarryCharlie.com. That's PerkyLLC.com. Get yours today, or if you're in Charlotte, North Carolina visiting or live here, feel free to come by South Park Mall's kiosk located between Francesca's and Toomey. Best entrance is Maggiano's and Cheesecake Factory. See you soon. Look your best. Have a great day. Perky LLC is a clothing innovation company. We solve clothing-related problems such as a droopy, saggy dress shirt collar, the pocket square that doesn't seem to sit still properly, it unfolds, it falls down, the shirt that keeps coming untucked, collar stays that keep curling on you, and more and more issues with your belt, cracking, splitting, holeless belts are the solution. You can adjust them by a quarter inch instead of having to go up an inch or down an inch. What about that lapel you want to use as an accent color to match a dress or as a color accent to your wardrobe? This and many other fun fashion accessories are available at PerkyLLC.com. Beyond innovation, we also have fashion accessories, bow ties, you name it, from feather to blingy to wooden, even wooden ones that move, even wooden ones that showcase the skyline of cities all across the country. Check out PerkyLLC.com for all these great fashion accessories, and innovative solutions. Are you ready to publish your own book? Do you have a story to tell? Does the world need to hear your story? Now is your chance. Go to https colon forward slash go go dot bestsellingbook.com forward slash perky collar radio show. That's right. It's as simple as that. They'll walk you through every step needed to publish your own book. And watch out. Be ready to be an Amazon bestseller, maybe a Wall Street Journal bestseller, or maybe even New York Times bestseller. It all starts with a single step and having the right team around you. Again, go to https colon forward slash go go dot bestsellingbook.com forward slash perky collar radio show. Look forward to seeing your amazing results.